0: Good evening. Uh, happy Christmas Eve. Happy Festivus from yesterday. If you don't celebrate Christmas, celebrate Festivus. It is Saturday, December 24th, and you know what that means. It is time, once again, my friends, for the high-risk wrestling podcast, and I am Full Metal Mayhem. It's your host, Jeremy Pierce. Welcome, welcome, on it all. Got the Eagles on the screen. Sixers won last night, and we only have one more show left after this. Can you believe it? As always, check me out on my socials, Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube. Charismatic underscore creations52 on Instagram and the 215 on Twitter. Go to the page, the uh, YouTube page, and check out, well, first different video. It is the 10 most anticipated opponents for Sasha Banks, Mercedes Varnado, if you will please Uh, check that list out. I'm pretty proud of us. The first one, we're going to get, you know, more things going through the channel besides just um, the high wrestling podcast and what just happened. I told you we got some things in the works but last week last show we looked at the top stories of 2022 and today we are looking at the top matches of the year from aw new japan um impact wwe even some ones on the indies but for now you know what's next so just go on and hit my music So, you know, we're, we're in the Christmas season, obviously. So some of the news, nothing crazy, nothing major. Um, Raw, their ratings this week saw a little bit of a climb. They did 1.7 million viewers with a 0.43 in the 18 to 49 demo. That is up from the previous week at 1.4 million. Up in the demo as well, 0.37. So it's not... Not bad. Um, It's a solid show. You expect ratings to be kind of low, kind of stagnant during the Christmas season. NXT talent are happy about uh, the buzz over their uh, main event appearances. Yes, I said I would not cover NXT anymore, at least for the time being. But just getting them on the main roster, getting them accustomed in front of larger crowds is always, always great. And most of the time they lose. But like... It's the kind of the middle lower end of NXT 10. Like you you're not gonna put Mello on Main Event. You're not gonna put uh Grayson Waller or Braun Breaker on main event, even though I think Grayson Waller was on an episode of main event. Sasha Banks, Mercedes Varnado, whatever she's gonna go by, she is in Japan. Wrestle Kingdom 17 coming up. My body is red. D. It's going to be, it's going to be spectacular. It's going to be spectacular. The identity of one of Keith Lee's mystery attackers has been revealed. He is 30 year old. What is this man's name? Graydon Goatsman. was, what? whatever. Uh, I don't have high hopes from even though he's been training for a minute. It's weird the look. The, I just and and being just there with Parker Bardot. Whatever, uh, Tony Khan uh, may may be against pushing Miro for the time being because what what's coming out is the saying that he didn't want to lose Miro. He he wanted Miro for a match at um, Full Gear. Miro didn't want to, and the reports are coming out according to Meltzer that Miro has not been on TV because he's refusing to lose matches, which Miro actually. Disputes by replying to Dave Meltzer what happened between January and June of this year. This is this is <laughs> this is interesting, but for sure we need Miro back on our TV. Rich Swan has signed a contract extension uh, with Impact Wrestling, multiple years. Listen, the man's a former world champion in the company. It's doing good things. He and his wife Sue Young. Listen, their their mainstays of impact wrestling. Chris Statlander has still not been clear for an end ring return. Remember she tore her ACL and back in April? No. When did she tear? She did it. It was this year. It was August. Um man, I hope I hope she can get over this bug kinda like Tegan Knox has, but I need Chris Statlander. Back on my TV, I so desperately, desperately miss our AEW Dynamite this past week. Saw a small jump. They did nine hundred and fifty-seven thousand viewers. That is up from the nine hundred and fifty thousand from last week. They did a point thirty and eighteen to forty-nine demo. That's down from the point three three from last week. Keith Lee and Swerve both declined returns to the WWE. We know that uh, they wanted Swerve to be back in Hit Row. He was like, Nah and keith lee just didn't like how pretty much how he was treated over there so and they're doing just fine and AEW is also locked down a new um found a new trademark for an event possibly called a russell bowl keep your ears to the ground on that one and during last night's rampage we got a brand new promo for the new look of dynamite go and check it out i am excited i'm hoping we get like a new stage i'm hoping just new presentation not to the extent of D- wwe but i'm excited i am very very much excited to see what's going to happen it's going to be on the first dynamite of the year uh which is with june Jan- january 4th i'm excited man I'm, I'm excited but that's the news and we shall be right back Alright, so you know, this wasn't a very exciting week, but it wasn't a boring week either. We did have some movement on um, some storylines. So, Monday Night Raw, we had a fair show as we go into our Christmas break. We open up with a pre taped uh, promo from Reigns saying he is done with Kevin Owens and the Bloodline, just wreak havoc on Raw, beating up any one and everyone that they see and this is something that Adam Pearce has to deal with we've got a little tease of MVP uh, wanting to do some business with Bobby Lashley uh, The Street Province de- defeated The Judgment Day, which leads to an inter match of Rhea Ripley defeating Tazawa, and it's more it really wasn't a wrestling match, It's more just Tazawa countering Rhea and her winning uh, nothing to the level of Candice LeRae and PWG That will probably never happen in the WWE. The OC defeated the Alpha Academy. We had a sit-down interview with Alexa Bliss and Bianca, and it ends with um, Alexa smashing a vase over Bianca's head. The Miz wins the winner-take-all ladder match against Dexter Loomis. After returning, Bronson Reed helps The Miz win. So... Thought it would go differently, I was clearly wrong. Sami Zayn defeated AJ Styles. Seth Rollins and Austin Theory had some words before the Bloodline showed up, and Theory and Seth were going to team up until Theory just bolted. So KO comes out to help. Uh, Bailey defeated Becky Lynch, and it was it was an okay match. It was better uh, than you know other matches. Becky and you know Becky and, and Bailey, but um, it could have been much 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 better we know what these women can do Um, hopefully we'll get more from them and in the main event Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins defeated the Usos clean clean let that sink in and the Usos may be the longest-running tag team champions in history but they've lost their fair share of matches I'm just saying I'm just saying over on Dynamite a rare woman's main event absolutely positively steals the show and this is the same show that had the elite and the death triangle face each other in a no DQ match but Dynamite opened up with a Ricky Starks promo following to climb himself back at the championship contention the JAS shows up and they want him to join they see potential in him and Ricky's like nah I'm good, and he, and he runs them down, spitting heat. And the JS try to attack Ricky until Action Andretti comes out to make the save later in the evening. Jericho fireballs. <laughs> fireballs Action Andretti because he's been on fire. The Elite gain a win over the Dutch triangle in their no-DQ match, so the score is now 3-2 to two in the best-of-seven series, but the Elite still get beaten down after... The match, MGF says he will end Brian Danielson, whereas Brian Danielson says he'll do the same to MGF. Ethan Page and Stokely Hathaway come out, and they're coming for Danielson because, well, he ruined their um, world title shot. Hook wins a squash, but the firm after the match choke Jungle Boy into a trash can. John Moxley defeated Darius Martin. This wasn't that great. The Guns defeated FTR in a shocking, shocking win. Um, Rick Ross and Swerve. It's such a random segment. Take out Keith Lee. Swerve has himself a new faction with the mention of the Goats Boy and Parker Bardot. So, then you know, we need to know why Parker Bardot isn't with the Trustbusters Busters anymore. Um, Jamie Hayter and Carl Shida. Main event. Women's Championship. An absolutely amazing, amazing match this is only the one two third fourth woman's main event in a w dynamite's history it's awesome god just go god please go and watch this match and you knew it was going to be great because you know what cheetah can do and you know what we well we figured out what jamie can do <laughs> just go back i can't stop gushing about this match let's go back and watch it Y'all, in our impact corner, uh, the Death Dolls retaining the tag team championships against Deanna Peraza and Giselle Shaw. It looks like we're going to start building up a feud between Deanna and Giselle. The design take out Sammy Callahan. Michael Bailey defeated Yuya Yamura. There will be a fatal four-way at heart to Kill for the tag team titles. The men's tag team titles, that is. Bully Ray. Takes out Tommy Dreamer, out Josh Alexander will kick Bully Ray in a Full Metal Mayhem match. At Heart to kill Rich Swann and Steve Macklin ends in a double countout, but they continue to brawl to the match. And in the main event, Mickey James defeated Mickey James and Jordan Grace defeated Tasha Stills and Savannah Evans. Mickey kicked Grace after the match. I'm telling you, Mickey's going to turn heel. I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know that. Over on SmackDown, we had an okay pre-taped episode. Roman. Reigns and Sammy Callahan, along with the Bloodline, reassure themselves a victory next week over Kevin Kevin Owens and John Cena. The Usos retained the tag team titles against Hit Row. Raquel Rodriguez wins a number one contender's gauntlet match. Uh, it went like this. Ziya Lee defeated Emma. Zia defeated Tegan Knox. Then Raquel defeated Zaya. Live. Sonya Deville, and lastly defeating Shayna Baszler. The last opponent was supposed to be Sonya, but then Ronaldo was like, "Now nah, you're just gonna face Shayna." And Shayna still lost. Bray wants an apology from LA Knight, proving because he's like, "Yo, clearly you can see that I'm not Uncle Howdy." And then he attacked the cameraman, putting him in the mandible claw. Or right, Mysterio beat Angel Garza in such a random match, and then now we're starting up a nonsensical feud. Uh, between Karrion Kross and Scarlett against Riddick Moss and Emma? This is just dumb. What happened to Cross coming after Ray? And in the main event, Ricochet and Braun Strowman defeated Imperium in a miracle on 34th Street Fight with an appearance by the New Day who are in some gift boxes uh, dressed up as nutcrackers. And well, they um, kicked them in the nuts. Imperium, that is over on Rampage AR Fox and Top Flight won a $300,000 battle royal. Malachi Black, the House of Black, says that RT should probably be questioning his allegiance to Eddie Kingston. Sammy Guevara tries to get uh, Daniel Garcia's head in the game. J Cargo Squash, Verde Vixen in the main event. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal defeated Billy Gunn and Anthony Bones. We only really have two matches of the week from Dynamite, obviously. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll take that back I'll take that back We have three matches of the week Obviously uh, I'd be remiss not to include The no DQ match Between the Elite And the Death Triangle But the real star of the show The real match of the show Was the Women's Championship match Between Jamie Hader and Hikaru Shida Guys go and watch this match Do yourself a favor Go and watch this match from impact Mike Bailey versus Yuya Yamura another solid match. It looks like we're gonna to try to capitalize on Mike Bailey in his match against Josh Alexander and our stars of the week I have I have to give it to Jamie Hader and Hikaru Shida they have earned this it has been well deserved once again please ladies and germs go check out that match we'll be right back I won't be before you very long, but it is now that time of the year where we take a look back and we have to look at the best matches of the year. So we're going to be looking at Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, AEW, and the WWE now, 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 now! Let you know right now. Um, New Japan and AEW probably have more match of the year candidates uh, than the WWE. That's okay. Um, it's fine. But we'll 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 dive into it, and I'll I'll even bring up some hidden. Gems for you all, so let's just go with Ring of Honor and listen. Um, the three best Ring of Honor matches all feature (laughs) the same four people, and I think you know who I'm referring to. So let's go back to April 1st, Friday. Super Card of Honor 15 Wrestlemania Weekend and the first of our trilogy FTR versus the Briscoes and um, to say that this match lived up to expectations and then some that might be an understatement because these Two teams also wrestled each other two more times this year. Saturday, July 23rd at Death Before Dishonor. That was a two out of three false tag match. Remember, at Supercard of Honor, FTR defeated the Briscoes for the tag team championships. And then they retained the championships in that two out of three false tag match. But, 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 but. In what might be my match of the year, FTR and the Briscoe's fought one more time Saturday, December 10th at final battle for the tag team championships in a double dog collar match. <sighs> Crazy. I don't. I don't feel... You know I don't really want to subscribe to recency bias. But, 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 but. This double... Man, this double dog collar match was... It was everything. It was... It was the year of storytelling. We got the best of both worlds from these two teams and it was so bloody it was so so brutal and tag team wrestling this this is tag team wrestling I really can't rave enough about it seriously I can't I can't rave enough about it if I had to pick any more um, wrestling matches from Ring of Honor. Let me go to the tail of the tape. Ladies and germs. What do we have? Let's see. We have. Okay. Supercard of Honor 15. I remember this one. Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito. Bandito. Uh, Gresham is such a uh, such a, a unique and tremendous talent in the in the in this game, and it's really good. He's just like really really good. And Bandito, you guys got to see what um, he he's capable of. He's just, it's just he's a really really solid individual. Uh, is there any more? Um, not not really, but. No, I think there will be a lot, lot more for Ring of Honor once 2023 rolls around. How about we move on to Impact Wrestling? And listen, a lot of these matches, they involve Josh Alexander. They just, they just do I mean, when people put out these lists early, Josh Alexander had a match with the year candidate two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So we've got, we've got from Bound for Glory of this year, Josh Alexander versus Eddie Edwards. This was kind of the culmination, one of the culminations for the, uh, for the uh, honor no more. Um, Storyline we've got from an, a random Impact taping, Chris Sabin versus Frankie Kazarian. Guys, they, uh, you, wow! Just wow! Like you don't think these twenty-plus year veterans could still have it in them, but they still had it in them. From uh, against all odds, Mike Bailey versus Trey Miguel. Another solid, solid match. Josh Alexander versus Ishii. Man, the, the stone. Just, just the walking stone that is Ishii. And I would be remiss to not mention Josh Alexander versus Speedball Mike Bailey in that one hour classic. They, they just decided to have on an episode of Impact. Mike Bailey's, Mike Bailey's in these in, in, his, in a couple matches this year as well. So don't don't sleep on Mike Bailey. But Impact, like I told you guys, they're the little engine that could and that keeps on going. Moving over to New Japan. Now, it's it's tough because New Japan just puts on great matches. Just they just do. So off, off the rip, two of the best matches of the year feature okada and will osprey okada versus will osprey i just like i don't if you watch wrestling if you know wrestling i don't need to try to sell you on okada and will osprey because these two dudes are 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 some of the best in the game and how about the finals Uh, for the inaugural New Japan Pro Wrestling Women's Championship Kairi versus Mayu Iwatani now if you go back and watch the Sasha Banks Mercedes video I put up you would know that Kairi and Mayu are two of the best wrestlers on the planet period Period, period, period. And if you want to run down a list of like, yes, a lot of the matches this year in um, in, in New Japan feature Okada, Will Ospreay, um, Zack Saber Jr., Ishii, um, United Empire, Jay White. But don't let anyone really tell you differently. Kyrie and Mayu put on a banger of a match and that's what they'll continually do because they are just that damn good. Moving over to All Elite Pro Wrestling and they've got bangers on top of bangers on top of bangers on top of bangers, yeah. They do So Where Where do we start I'll give a I'll give a beautiful Beautiful Honorable mention To Chris Jericho Versus Ishii On the Thanksgiving Eve Dynamite And The thing I like Is that AEW had a nice Eclectic Mix Of Matches Um Um um, I am putting I'm putting uh before I had I had this list already made, but I'm I have to put Sheeta and Jamie Hayter on this list. I I have to like just what these two women did this past week. Just awesome, man. It's just <laughs> like that's what women's wrestling can be and you can have so so much you know a, a lot of different changes here in it all so but first things first i'll give another an, I'll, I'll give another honorable mention to uh the six man tag uh, united empire versus the death triangle just awesome just awesome. But when we get to the nitty-gritty of it, first Sheedy versus Jamie Hayter, AEW, World, Women's World Championship. Bro. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what they do. Um, go to all out. Keith Lee and Swerve taking on uh the acclaimed. Defending the AEW Tag Team Championships, and this is like, this is this is one of those times where you, you know, you might have to call an audible because the Acclaim should have walked out of their champions. Champions is just amazing. Um, CM Punk, MGF, the Dog Collar Match, John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta on Rampage. This was Yuta's initiation into the Black Bull Combat Club, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy was it an initiation one of my favorite matches of the year from Forbidden Door Will Osprey versus Orange Cassidy with the uh, New Japan uh, United States Heavyweight Championship on the line uh, Battle of the Belts taping with the Ring of Honor World Championship on the line Claudio Castanoli, Konosuke Takeshita guys just Takeshita has a lot of really good matches this year. But they're also against really, really good opponents. Mox, Claudio, Danielson, Eddie Kingston. And thats I'm not saying it's a downplay to up. He's probably Rookie of the Year. And I, I want him to be a mainstay in professional wrestling. Another six-man tag match. The United Empire. It's part of that same six-man tourney. United Empire versus the Elite. Um, from Rampage. The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Beach Break, Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes in the ladder match. Like I said, AEW they're going to have more matches than their but I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some solid matches from the E. But as you can see, AEW puts on bangers, and at the very least, you know we're going to get something from each division. Oh, one more. From Dynamite Fighter Fest Keith Lee and Swerve defeating The Young Bucks and Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks In a three-way match for the Tector Championships Everybody here Just was on a roll in that match So Again I think this is kind of normal This is normal for us when it comes to AEW that they're going to Give us these kind of bangers and moving over to the WWE so let's just get the obvious out of the way WWE's match of the year is Sheamus versus Gunther at Clash of the Castle don't let anybody tell you differently the only match that could probably come close to it is Cody versus Seth and Hell in a Cell but Gunther, Sheamus is a classic it's going to go down as an all time classic period period just everything that these two men worked hard for, their careers led, led up to this moment. It's, it's damn near impossible for Gunther to have a bad match at this point. But he's doing amazing, amazing things, elevating the Intercontinental Championship from Gunther and Sheamus to another banger of a match, the Hell in a Cell match between Cody and Seth. As you know, Cody had that torn pack And once it's torn off the bone, there's not, not much more damage you can do. And even though Seth lost all three matches, man, if he wasn't the perfect dance partner for Cody. just oh, Man. These two. These two just have magic. They know how to make magic It's a beautiful beautiful thing. How about two matches from SmackDown? Gunther versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship and Gun- and, and and Ricochet versus um, Santos Escobar, the winner of the SmackDown World Cup. They too put on just amazing amazing stuff. And as much as I hate it, as much as I hate this guy with such a a burning passion in my soul, gotta go with Roman Reigns and Logan Paul at at Crown Jewel. As much as I hate Logan Paul, and I, I think he's trash. I think he's scum. I think he's the worst of the worst of the worst. It's a fantastic match. And I'll go with my third match of the year candidate, Usos, Street Profits. Money in the bank. Like, come. Come on. We weren't... I don't think any of us were expecting that match to be that good. And when we were done, we were like, well, damn. This was... Well, this was awesome. This was awesome. Just to, just to run down a few more. Becky and Bianca WrestleMania night one. Um, Bianca and Bailey last with them, a standing match at Crown. Jewel, Seth, and Matt Riddle at Clash at the castle are there any more wwe matches i'm gonna think about well, the good old-fashioned Donnie brooke will always be near and dear to my heart and the i quit match because those are both at extreme Rules in philly and i was there um but th- those are those are some of the top matches now are there are there some hidden gems but well, in to be, we do have some hidden gems because i remember a lot of these matches uh january 3rd episode of raw biggie bobby lashley kevin owens and seth Rollins in a fatal four-way Edgy versus Rey on a random Raw, and before uh, before making her way out of the company, do, do, y- do, y- do y'all remember Charlotte versus Naomi with the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line on SmackDown? This was phenomenal. Like you knew, you knew, you knew Naomi wasn't going to win, but still, it was believable. It was very, very. Very believable. Um, Randall won all match. Montez Ford versus Seth (laughs) Rollins. And more recently, Johnny Gargano versus Chad Gable. So every, every year, we're going to get something great, guys. We're going to get something beautiful, something to watch, something to love, something to enjoy. But it never stops. It never, ever, ever stops. But that's our show. Thank you for listening. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Next week, next time, our year end awards. Let me get the polls up on Twitter. And I think I settled on the categories. So they are underrated wrestler of the year, breakout star of the year, promo of the year, return of the year, storyline of the year, rookie of the year, heel of the year, face of the year, tag team of the year, male wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year, match of the year. And we'll probably break those down into best one-on-one match, best tag team match, best men's match, best women's match, and best gimmick match. And our wrestler of the year. Those will be the year and awards coming next week. Check me out on the socials. Charismatic creations on Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Charismatic underscore creations52. On Instagram, the 215 on Twitter. And as always, Zia Lee, Wendy Choose, Shanti Blackheart, Gigi Dolan. Holla at your boy. Peace.